another episode of Fresh Manna. I want to bless God for you guys this morning for tuning in to the wonderful word of God. And we want to go ahead and share this word that the Lord has rest on me this morning. And it is indeed a blessing to um <clears throat> to be in the presence of God and to also um dwell with his word and abide in his word and knowing that his truth um, will set you free. Now, um, this morning we wanted to talk on the topic of yoked. Now, um, did, this has been a word that, um, you know, been, I would say resonating in my spirit, you know, for a, quite some time as well. You know, sometimes what we fail to understand is that, um, some things don't leave, um, same time. Some things, um, that we go through it has to be a process for us to overcome it so um we can't rush god we can't rush the process we can't rush anything that he's doing right so i wanted to talk on the topic of yoked so let me just give a meaning of what yoked mean and um just a simple meaning and um this means um so all right so i don't know if you if you guys ever seen a picture of um like an animal like i, I believe it's like a, a a cow or something have um this board thing around their neck and it's actually in in chains and um it just literally hug their neck like this and that's what they call a yoke so it says a put a yoke on a pair of animals couple are attached with or to a yoke so another word for yoke is join attach fasten couple hitch team right and um that's another word for um another word for um for yoked no um as we can see, the, the understanding of it to meaning that it's actually being joined to something, right? So they will put two cows, um, you know, two cows together with um, the board thing and um, some chains and stuff. So the, the, the both of the cows have to go together, right? They have to move together, right? And um, I don't know if I could put a clip in, in it or something. I don't know. But yeah. But anywho, you can you can definitely Google it and see the image of how the yoked animals are, and you will get the understanding of what I was um, what I was saying, trying to give an illustration. Anyway, um, so having this word and 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 this thing that the Lord rests on me to, for us to realize what it is that um, it means to be yoked right and um yeah we know the scripture about not being unequally yoked this is taken from um second corinthians 6 verse 14 and it says do not be unequally bond bone together with unbelievers do not make mismatched alliances with them inconsistent with your faith for what partnership can righteousness have with lawlessness or what fellowship can light have with darkness right so when we don't, when we can't see and understand, um, when the Lord gives us this, um, gave me the scripture, it is for us to understand that there is absolutely no comparison, no compatibility. Because some would say, oh, we're not compatible with whatnot and stuff. That's what the world will tell us. We're not compatible, so we can't be friends. We can't be together or whatever. But in this case, with, 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 with God and his word and his understanding is this, that it makes no sense that you're in 
uh, alliance or a friendship or in alliance or anything pertaining to a relationship or whatever with people who are very inconsistent with their faith that what that's what it means to be an unbeliever right because even though some persons may say oh yeah no god i believe in god and stuff like that and whatnot but their faith is not saying the same thing right they're still being an unbeliever right we thinking that unbeliever is oh yeah man the person is not saved whatnot not just that but they're also inconsistent with their faith so it's not because it's not because um someone you'd say oh we already know that 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 person is, is unsaved so you wouldn't want to be yoked with that individual but they're they're persons who profess the name jesus christ and profess the, 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 the standard of Christ and say that, yeah, I'm walking with God I'm, I'm, I'm this and I'm that. Nobody's perfect, but nevertheless, God is saying what it is um, does fellowship and um, fellowship with light and darkness. This is also with persons who are lukewarm, right? Um, and Revelation speaks on that, to speak on persons who um, are lukewarm, that he will spew you out, right? We want to live a certain type of life that... Um, dishonor God and we're not realizing um that at the end of the day we have a standard to uphold he already set the standard for us so it's revelations 3 verse 16 um this is from the amplified version I was reading before from that so it says so because you are lukewarm spiritually useless and neither hot nor cold I will vomit you out of my mouth rejecting you with disgust so you're neither cold you're neither hot you're straddling the fence and this is a lot of us straddling the fence oh i want a little bit of the world i want a little bit of god um you know and this is not just to um let me let me let me holy spirit guide me um so we want a little bit of the world and we want um you know a whole lot of the world and we want a little bit of god thank you holy spirit we want a whole lot of the world and we want a little bit of god so that means you're staying in the state of lukewarm, right? And then yet still we want to say that, okay, let me go ahead and be in this friendship with this person. Yeah, this person does not honor your faith, does not honor um, God the way how you honor God, right? I can understand if persons are on the journey, they're learning to get, um, you know, to go on and they're learning to to, to, to build themselves in, in God. But until they get to build themselves in God, there's no way for me or any one of us to go ahead and, and say that I'm going to yoke with this person because their standard and my standard would have been no, it's not the same because they're struggling in certain um, areas. Um, that person is struggling in a certain area or whatever. And we wanna we want to join and say, okay, let's go ahead and do that. They have a saying for that where it's called, um, I believe it's called, what they call it? Trauma bonding, right? They call it trauma bonding. So you're experiencing a trauma. Therefore, I, I need to yoke myself with you. And that becomes comfortable because I'm comfortable with, with you because you have gone, you know, not saying that you don't need people who have experienced um, certain traumas. But at the same time, it cannot be a case where I'm yoked with you while you're going through that trauma. It doesn't make any sense. I cannot, I cannot, you, you will actually pull me back down to a certain state. So why not get somebody that is um, friends and people who 
um, that are on the same page as you. They're not perfect, but they're actually allowing themselves to be perfected in God. They're actually putting themselves on the chopping block, literally laying down their lives and allowing God to clean them, to purge them and to fill them in, in order for them to continue walking the path with God. Right? I know I say a whole lot, but as we see, um, in, in second Corinthians here, that's, um, six verse 14 speaks on it. What does fellowship, what, what, what is the fellowship that we have, um, with the, with, with, with darkness? Nothing. Absolutely not. God doesn't, um, want us to, to, he, he says that the world is enmity, right? The darkness and, and what we experience in, um, on a regular, um, in the world, right? It's already in darkness and we're supposed to be the light that is outshining the darkness, right? And he said he has a word that he used, enmity with God, right? So it enmity meaning deep-rooted hatred, right? And this is it. The friendship of the world is enmity with God. Friendship with the world is enmity. So just imagine God is looking down on us and he's looking right at us and he's saying listen this is how i view you guys right deeply rooted with hatred you're looking at the world when i'm giving you a better life to live with me or live for me he said you adulteress this is james 4 verse 4 you adulteresses disloyal sinners flirting with the world and breaking your vote to god that hits so deep do you not know that being the world's friend that is loving the things of the world is being God's enemy. So whoever chooses to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Literally. That's what you're saying with your actions. <clears throat> that is what you're saying with your actions, right? Your actions is speaking louder than your words. Because when you agree with, 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 with friends and people who constantly dishonor God, they're not living in the pathways, um, with your God, right? And if we say that God is um, everything to us and, and we, we love to call on him when we're sick and we're in some situations or whatever, that's when we're calling on him. We don't remember him when, 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 the, time are, um, when the time is good or anything like that. When the time is bad, that's the time that we're pulling for God, right? And the place that I wanted to get to when, I, when, when he gave me that word to be yoked, so it's not just a place where it's relationship based in the sense with another a, a human being, right? It's not there in it. It's to basically give you this word to let you understand that you have to be yoked with God, yoked with the Holy Spirit, right? Connected to him, knowing that I'm not going to be disloyal to my God in order for me to receive a certain type of blessing or to receive a certain type of thing. No, that's not going to work. You understand what I'm saying? We, God has his standard and there's no way it's going to change the word for us. Like I literally used to, <coughs> I'm sorry. I literally used to read the word and I'm not going to lie. There are certain parts of the scripture. Like I literally was being in, um, using it to be indoctrinated, um, with myself. Like I wanted the word to really fit my personal life that I could have this comfortable life with, with, with a certain, um, you know, way that, that pleases me. It wasn't pleasing to God. Right. But because I wanted to fit. Yeah. Holy spirit. Thank you. I wanted to, it to fit 
like you're literally putting on a glove like the, you know that the glove is is extra small and your hands are so big that you wear a large well my hands are big so um yeah my fingers are long so it's um large glove that you wear and you yet still you're still trying to force yourself to wear an extra small and you know that it does not fit it's the same thing with being yoked right know that i can bring it back to that to the relationship you're trying to fit yourself or fit somebody in your life that does not fit right they do not fit the criteria of what god requires and what god wants there's no changing there's nothing that he's going to do to suit us to say oh let me let me soothe their flesh let me go ahead and soothe their flesh because um you know i want them to be happy if we had a god like that i'm telling you the world would be in, in much more chaos because that means satan would be taking over the world oh i want her to be happy i want him to be happy right but at the same time god is saying i want you to be holy i want you to be holy i want you to live righteously for me I don't want you to be living thinking that oh you're depending on a man to be happy. You're depending on a woman to be happy. You're depending on friends to be happy. You're depending on friends for everything and you're depending on people for everything. But can you be yoked with me and just me? What if it's just for a season? Whatever it what, what if it's for a lifetime? Are you going to leave that yoked relationship with God, the covenant that you have with God and leave and go? too and just call it a day and say you know what forget about this not realizing that listen where does your soul spend spending um eternity because after this we're going to go where whatever thing that we do this morning i was reading um galatians 5 and it's it, it's a good remembrance <coughs> of what the lord i apologize um that the lord was reminding me of um this morning and um you know sometimes you read the scripture over and over and and I'm not knocking listen if you're going and experiencing through you're experiencing certain struggles and stuff i am the one that's going to tell you that listen go back to god with that 24/7 it doesn't matter right because sometimes some things is deeply rooted in us that needs much more attention we need deliverance right and we have to seek the face of god to get that deliverance um it's not just coughing up anything cuz sometimes we we think it's just that alone but sometimes god literally go in and and do a work inside of us right by his spirit which is the word of god literally go in and cut and do what it needs to do and clear out that area that you can be delivered right so he was giving me galatians 5 this morning and the first verse said stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith christ hath made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage like why would we want to go back i'm not going to lie sometimes just as just as the woman um with um lot's wife her 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 issue she, we we don't even know what why she looked back You know, she got the instruction not to look back, but there was something inside of her kept looking back. She kept glancing, she kept looking back and she became a pillar of salt, right? And I'm not going to say that. Listen, that was very drastic because she she instantly became a pillar of salt. Just imagine us just keep glancing and looking at things that that God already delivered us from. That that we keep looking back at things like um, you know, things that keeps us in 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 stagnation and stuff. I literally was in that state. right kept looking back 
because I, I felt like it, it, it felt good and it felt as if like this was what God want, right? Not realizing that it, it's trapping your soul, right? For your soul to become so desolate that you will eventually not able to see clear or hear clearly from God because you're so caught up with what you're glancing back at, right? And the scripture also speaks on, um, same Galatians 5 verse 9, it says, a little leaving, leaving it, the whole lump, a little sin, <laughs> a little, a little, just a little bit more, um, just a little bit more, a leaving, right? Leaving it all, a whole entire batch of dough, right? It, it, it goes in and, and spread all the way out. Yeah, all the way out. And that's Galatians 5 verse 9. It it, 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 it it spreads, right? And that is exactly what God... I remember at um, church on, on, on Sunday where um, a minister was preaching and he was saying that sometimes you got to remove the, dis, um, the, the cuteness of... Um, Oh, I don't want nobody to know that I want deliverance or nobody to know why I'm going to the altar or whatnot and whatever. And he was saying that, listen, you better open your mouth and stop acting cute, right? As if you don't want deliverance. It says a little, even a slight inclination of error, a slight inclination to error or a few false teachers leaving the whole batch. It perverts the concept of faith and misleads the church. So just imagine when we, it's the same thing. Just imagine the things that we are doing, right? That will leave note the entire things. Like that, that's it. The slight inclination to error. The error that we're doing and the things that we're constantly doing that is causing the leaving, to leave note the whole entire batch that will cause us to lose the focus and lose our way with God. It's the same way. So if I'm going to go ahead and say, oh, I'm just, I'm having just a little friend. That, that's what's in our mind, you know, in our thoughts. We're saying, it's just a little friend. I, it's, it's nobody, you know, it's just a little friend. And we don't realize that that little friend that you have there is causing problems. Your connection to that person is causing issues in your life, right? It's causing chaos. It's causing confusion. It's causing stagnation. But because we can't see, we sit in it and we say it's okay, it's comfortable. And not realizing that that thing will cause us to lose out on who our God is. So when God decides that, listen, I'm going to show you and, and clear out all of those things to, to let you know that, listen, none of that um, connection that you have is from me. I literally pray that prayer all the time. It's scary when I pray, to be honest. It is scary. Because when you start to pray those prayers, I said, Lord, show me the intentions of um, certain people around me. Right? Sometimes I play dumb, like I don't want, I don't want to see it. Right? I play dumb. And not realizing that the more that I sit there playing dumb is the more that my spiritual life is being attacked. Right? Because God is giving me the insight to show me that, listen, these people are, that person is not good enough for you. They're, they're, they're not in agreement with me. So I'm not going to allow you to be in that relationship or that friendship. He gave me one instruction. And one instruction kept ringing out in, 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 in my journey. Right? 
because he spoke clearly to me and told me to let go of someone. I was playing around with that thing for the longest while. Like it came, it came back, I play with it. You know, it gone back is very transparent when it come on to certain things to help people understand. You can't be playing with that thing. That thing left, right? It happened, it's gone, right? And some things that we're trying to hang on to, it didn't even serve any purpose, right? But we keep playing with it, playing with it, playing with it. And God is looking down on us and saying, when is she going to learn to let it go? When is she going to learn or when, when is he going to learn to let it go? Just let it be, right? And it's the same thing that happened to me where I was yoked. I was unequally yoked. I was, I was, I was trapped in soul tie, not realizing I was yoked in it wrongfully you know what i'm saying and thinking that yes this is it you start to act and behave like that individual too that's why you have to be careful who you are around because you become who you hang with <laughs> you you become who you hang with right so if you if you hang with wise men and wise people you're going to automatically that thing is going to start rub off on you i'm telling you right but if you hang with people who are foolish people who are negligent I've seen that in the past where I've done that. People, you know, when, when I was in the world, you know, I'm just following, following them, just literally following them because we are, we were born as sheep to follow, right? And we just continuously, just aimlessly just following people, right? And we don't realize who we're following. These people are not walking with, with, with walking with good standard or anything, but because it's cool, Right? Because it was cool, I can share that testimony that I almost fell off of, of, of the harbor down in, in, in um, downtown Kingston, right? Because I was deciding that, listen, I'm going to be cool because I'm going to smoke weed. It, it, I didn't even smoke the weed. I literally ate the brownie. That was it. I ate the brownie and it wasn't even a big piece or anything. And my friend was telling me, don't eat that much or whatever because I wasn't used to it. And I ate a nice portion sized and it literally stayed in my system my god thank you holy spirit it stayed in my system for three days almost four days while i was at work and i was doing the, the, the person's work and stuff you know i could not concentrate for the life i just kept laughing because that thing was in my system for three whole days just to show you how sin is and how things are that we constantly harbor we harbor Confusion. We harbor doubt. We, we harbor fear. We harbor all of those sinful things, right? Not just those things, but sinful acts, right? And we harbor those things in our hearts and in us. That to the point that, listen, God can't talk to us. God can't strip us. God can't say, let, let go of that or release that or give me that or whatever case it might be because we, we are so soaked in it. But let me tell you, I can speak this morning that I'm freed. I'm freed from certain things, right? I'm freed from certain self-infliction that I put on myself, this self-sufficiency, right? That I was just depending on me and I'm doing me and I'm doing me and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Not realizing that, listen, that is not healthy, right? It's not healthy. God does not want us to live like that. He created a body for us to be a part of, right? And while we want to curse the church and we want to curse people and we want to do this and we want to do that, we have to understand that that is his institution and we can't curse it because it's already there. We came and we saw that. 
So his standard is not going to change because we feel like we want to be cool and we want to be different. And yeah, you can be different, but it's the same thing. We're speaking about Jesus, right? We may, I may speak it in a different form that, and, and, and it may sound different from, from somebody else, but it's Jesus that I'm talking about, right? Hit the gospel is the truth of what, what, what it is and what it does for somebody like me, a wretch like me, just living in sin and constantly doing the same things over and over again, right? But to now realize that, listen, I sat last week. I know I'm running out of time, but I sat last week and I was reciting a scripture over and over and over and over until literally I felt the presence of God, like literally just hover over me because I didn't know what was going to come the night. I was going to be attacked the night and the Lord allowed me to, to, to repeat a scripture over and over and over again, right? Because he knew that there was an attack that was coming. And this is in Psalms 28 verse 7, right? The Amplified Version said, The Lord is my strength and my impenetrable shield. My heart trusts with unwavering confidence in him and I am helped. Therefore, my great my heart greatly rejoices. And with my song, I shall thank him and praise him. I kept reciting it. Until the, the, the very night when I was being attacked in my sleep. I kept repeating that same thing. He's my impenetrable shield. He's my impenetrable shield. And I kept praying over and over and saying the same thing over and over again. Because I recognize who my father is and knowing that my strength come from him and my help come from him, that nothing down here can help me as much as how he can help me, right? No matter what I'm going through, yes, you can call a friend and they may give you an encouragement, but God is the one that's going to do it. God is the one that's going to deliver you. God is the one that is going to free you, right? So I'm telling you, I have testimonies upon testimonies and I'm so grateful for God. I do pray that this word do, um, does, um, you know, I don't know if that sounds very in, um, grammatically correct, but anyway, I pray that it does what it needs to do inside of you, right? For you to understand that you don't need to settle for nothing, not even for a job, not even for nothing, nothing whatsoever. Understand that the standard that God sets is, 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 is there already, right? I know that certain jobs and whatever in certain places, let me correct that as well. He will send you certain places that will help you to grow, right? For you to grow up. But it's always working out for your good, right? Understand it's working out for your good, for you to learn and appreciate and understand that God is the ultimate source, not man, right? And you go into a place that leads you to God and it pushes you closer to God, trust me. That's not something that you want to lose. Anything that pulls you away from the presence of God is not of God. Anything that confuses you, it's not of God. If it comes with confusion, it's not from your father. Because all good gifts. Let me just end that with that scripture. I know that's a bunch of scriptures that I gave you. But um, good gifts, right? Comes from above. It comes from above. You know, all season I've been singing a song that was talking about that. Um, let me see. I don't think the Amplified is here. But anyway, um, the King James Version. I'm running out of time. King James Version. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good thing comes from him. 
And when you connect vertically to God in the right way and yoked with God the right way, then you're able to see what is of God and what he needs you to do. And you're being instructed by the spirit of the Holy, of the Holy Spirit. You're being directed by him that you don't worry about nothing. You just trust him. You just follow his lead. You just follow what he's doing and all of those things. And God will be glorified. I do pray. This is all the time that I do have. I do pray that this word, do, um, you know, blesses your heart. And I pray that you do take it back to God. We were reading from Galatians 5, Revelations 3, verse 16, James 4, verse 4. I'll put that in the description as well. And Psalms 28, verse 7. And I did say James, yeah, James 1, 2, James 1 and verse 17. I'll definitely put that in the description for you guys in the caption. I believe this is the caption here that you guys can definitely um, go back and read the, the, the scriptures in its entirety that God can give you more downloads of what it means to be fully yoked. There are many other scriptures that are there that he can um, fill you with and that you can get insight with. My prayer for you today, I do pray that God will continue to bless you and keep you and your mind will be stayed on him and only him during the season onward to the rest of your life because you're heading into eternity and we want to see our makeup. makeup. In Jesus' name we pray. That's all we have for today for Fresh Manor. I do pray that you have a continued and blessed day for today, for, um, for Tuesday. And I do catch you. I hope I catch you in the next video. Have yourself a good one. Bye-bye.